Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, New Powerpuff Girls, Star Wars, The Force of Evil, and Ruby. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Justin Cummings. Hello! That was very enthusiastic, Justin. Yeah, someone has to be enthusiastic. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's, that's true. You are the enthusiastic of the two of us. But today, Justin and I will be um, giving you guys a animation uh 2016 year in review um it's that it's that time of year when all the websites uh are desperate for content so they just make a bunch of lists and uh uh, we have had i made my top 25 episodes list and now we're gonna have some other year in review type uh content for you so we're gonna go through um probably specifically american animation but um i'm i'm open to it being wider than that and um what are the big stories in animation this year movies and tv shows uh we're gonna take you through all of the shows we've covered and give you a brief um just kind of like what's the big picture with those shows looking back this year and then maybe some other stuff we don't cover if we can um uh, stuff that was uh big in 2016 so yeah, sounds very broad, but yeah, the, any this is open to anyone who has seen any of our shows. I feel like could listen to this. So I think that's a good one. Having kind of cross uh, content like this, you can check us out at overlyanimated.com, and you can search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, your other favorite podcatcher. Um, yeah, let's okay. So I guess we'll try to keep no spoilers for uh, shows, uh, any shows we're talking about, but. Um, I think it's fine. So let's get into this. So, Justin, the the first broad question is like, and this is very very broad across movies, TV shows. Um, strong year for animation. Um, and if so, how strong? Twenty sixteen has been a surprisingly good year for animation. I think. Um, this has been one of the few things about twenty sixteen I've enjoyed. Um, it's. It's been really good, I think. I think this is one of the best years in a long time. The shows that already were existing really hit some of their strides. Uh, especially Star, I think, hit a really good upswing. Uh, Steven hit an amazing level. And just a lot of shows have been doing amazing. We've gotten a lot of new shows that were good. And in addition, we've seen a lot of online animation that's done surprisingly well for the medium. I think that we're entering kind of a new era and it's been a really good year all around, uh, movies included. There's been some really good indie stuff that happened, and all in all, yeah, it was a good year. Yeah, um, that that last one was a good point. I think the in like terms of like online stuff, I think we're probably seeing more animation now than ever. Um, so that's something to consider. Is like, I mean, that's also true of TV in general. There's just more shows now than ever before. But I think definitely true of animation. Uh, you're getting like a lot of web series and stuff like that, even increasing in numbers. Um, I think this. I agree. This is a strong year. It's hard to compare uh, very broadly years. Uh, I would say that um, my general opinion has been that animated TV has been got has gotten over the past, let's say, five years has been better than ever. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I but I think that um, we had some heavy hitters leave recently. So in the past five-ish years, we had Cora, Gravity Falls, um, some other shows go off the air that were kind of anchoring uh, that high level of quality down. And as a result, I think, um, you know, I feel like 2015, uh, maybe 2014, since uh, Cora's left, since some other shows, uh, Gravity Falls didn't leave until this year, but had been slowing down for a while. Um, I think that it wasn't necessarily as strong as it had been maybe in like uh, 
maybe like 2012, uh, 13, when we the heat of Core and Young Justice was on the air. Um, but I think we've rebounded this year. Like I think I would say 2016 in television animated animation better than 2015. Um, Agreed. Yeah, and I think we'll go through why that is. I think more shows are better now than they were, and I think that um, it's trending upwards within a lot of directions. I mean. Really, I think the biggest reason for that being true is that Voltron entered the fray this year. Um, yeah. Just a completely new top-tier animated show coming on the air is a very big deal for this type of thing. So I think that that's, that on its own gets you there. It, it's also kind of a passing of the torch year if you think about it because from all accounts, it looks like next year we're losing some really big shows. It looks like we're losing regular show. We might be losing Adventure Time soon. We're losing some really heavy hitters soon. Yeah, and I know is, we yeah. don't cover regular show, but that show has anchored Cartoon Network. Yeah. Like that in Adventure Time saved Cartoon Network back in 2010, basically. It's it's like so, those are representative of kind of the modern era of Cartoon Network for sure. And yeah, regular shows going. I think Adventure Time will still be on the air in 2018, but it's definitely ending at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're they're starting their ending. But I, I do think we ha- we've got a little bit on Adventure Time. But um. Yeah, that is true. We'll talk about Cartoon Arc specifically. I think we've had a passing of the torch from mm-hmm. the Adventure Time regular to- show type uh, show to the um, Teen Titans Go Powerpuff Girls type show, which I know a lot of people are not happy with, um, but we'll discuss that, I guess. Uh, it's definitely like even more apparent now that they're phasing some of those older ones out. Um, but we do have Young Justice coming back. We just don't know where. Right. Uh, we do have Young Justice coming back. I would say probably not on Cartoon Network, but we really don't know. There's, so. there's a theory that it's going to be on CW Seed because uh, that's CW's online-only platform. They already have an animated show, which we can talk about later when we cover Justin's obscure yeah. web cartoons. But they they could very well put it on CW's Seed, and I think they have the same demographic there. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Young Justice. I've got a, a, a broader thing um, cool, to get cool. into there, but... Yeah, so I think Voltron coming back really big. I think uh, animated TV quality is up uh, animation-wise this this year. And movie-wise, um, this is a super strong year for the heavy hitters, specifically Disney. Uh, Disney had um, three, if you if you want to count Pixar in there, three uh, very prominent animated animation features this year, and all were incredibly well-received. And um, that's, a, that's a big story, I think. And this is also a year with a lot of strong... Um, in you know, quote unquote, indie content, really animated films are never indie because it takes so much money to make them. But um, it's, it's a lot of strong non Disney type content coming out as well. So uh, I think on both fronts, it's an up year and um, anime animation in general is, is, is trending upwards. Um, I guess maybe the only category where it it might not be is maybe an adult animation, um, adult comedies. Mm -hmm. Son of Zorn is interesting, and in okay, that it's we a. Can, yeah. we'll, we'll get into that one. We can talk about that. I know Arch, Archer's trending down. I assume Bob's. I don't still don't watch Bob's Burgers. I assume that's trending down, and so I don't know what's what's trending up for adult comedy right now. But that's it's still you know it's still fine. So let's get into some. I have three big headlines this year. Um, okay. So these could be future articles that I write in December on overly animated blogs, but we'll see about that. Um, so this one is. Um, Let's start with the one, the Young Justice one, because um, I, th- I feel like this is less the biggest 2016 headline that encapsulates 2016 and more just a big story. And I would say um, the headline is um, action oriented animation is back uh, in American animation. Um, yes. So let's let's compare the beginning of 2016 to end of 2016. Beginning of 2016, I would say 
basically the only prominent action-oriented animated show in America animation was Star Wars Rebels. And then there's a few other ones that I'm not, that I don't really keep up with. You know, you got some of your superhero shows, but I don't know if anything was super prominent. Um, you could, can you think of anything else other than Star Wars Rebels beginning in 2016? Um, Star Wars Rebels didn't begin in 2016, but it definitely had on a the stride. On the air. And I don't mean like oh, beginning. Okay. I mean just like things that were on the air. Um, besides Star Wars Rebels, I mean, not really. They really that were like much. really prominent. Lego hit its stride though, and they've been doing like a lot of action comedy stuff. They've okay. been doing amazing. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, so that was my big worry when Cora went off the air a few years ago. Was um, Cora? That was one of my big headlines. Is Cora might be the last uh, action oriented um, show? And if you don't, if you do, action adventure, non comedy focused, um, you know, just generally like that. And it's really been trending down. Um, but I think we're, we have two major developments on that front. So beginning of 2016, not much. Uh, right now, we had Voltron uh, premiere this year, which is a huge player and the most prominent player in this market now, I would say. Um, very, very important. And another season coming out next month. So that's that's a big development. And we also have Young Justice coming back soon. So um, that was a big thing. Like Young Justice ended, Korra ended, and we weren't left with too much. Some of those other sh- cartoon arc type shows like the Green Lanterns of the world too, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And But now we're we're back with – we're going to have – when Young Justice comes back, we're going to have three major players on the air in this front. Now, say. there might be a fourth because we haven't talked about it much and we don't know how action-y it's going to be. But uh, there is a new show coming to Netflix called Troll Hunters. It's set to debut December 23rd. It's produced by Guillermo, uh, sorry, Guillermo del Toro. Yes, and that yes, comes out right. in like two weeks. Uh, that could potentially be another big player. Okay, completely forgot about this show, to be honest. But yeah, you're right. Uh, so that'd be good because this is another DreamWorks um, Netflix one. So yep. that's and, that. That's kind of our big help right now. For and they've the, got a really good cast anchoring it. I I don't know if we're going to cover it as much, but we it could become a big player. Why is it coming out on December 23rd? <laughs> because weird. DreamWorks isn't smart. Well, why, I mean, I guess Netflix doesn't really matter, but that's it's weird. gotten like no fanfare. We should at least cover the first episode of this. Yeah, no, I yeah. I definitely heard about this at some point. But yeah, um, the one the one issue is the show is going to face is the lead character was played by Anton Yelkin, who, uh, as we know, yes. died in a car crash a few months ago. Yes. So that's uh, yeah. But um, this the show does look. It does look very promising. We'll see what's up with that. Yeah, you're right though. There's other stuff that that's coming out, especially on the DreamWorks front that um yeah. that we don't really know too much about yet. But I would say the the DreamWorks Netflix team up is is a big hope right now it's, for this type. It's going well, yeah. Yeah. But um very yeah, big in very excited to get um more Voltron and um yeah, no, I think this is um this was something that surprised me that um I mean you always knew that Cora two point uh, which ended up being Voltron was coming. I didn't know that we'd have um such a uptick uh, uh, such a resurgence and maybe it's only like one to four but that's still a big a big increase yeah it, it's become a you can look at it now and say this is a decent this is a viable model now like it, you can make an action adventure show and not be laughed out of the room yes um i mean i think that we've proven many times it's viable i just i, I guess people are unwilling to put money into it right now yeah uh, but uh that's changing so thank you very much netflix for putting money into that i would say uh, it might save that entire genre. Like, uh, but yeah. So for all those people dis uh, disillusioned by the direction of Cartoon Network, um, 
at least there are these other shows coming on, you know? So that's good. I don't know if Cartoon Network was ever in the, I guess, Young Justice. It went, I guess when it had its superhero shows, it was in this market. So, you yeah. you got to keep back in like 2009 when they had like their Friday night action lineup back when you had like Ben 10 Ultimate Alien. Oh, you yeah, had Secret true. Saturdays. You had Generator Rex. You yeah, had Star so Wars like, Clone Wars. That was all they did oh, for yeah, a they while. Did, they did have Clone Wars. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. And then moved to Disney and then for the Star Wars. And then they had... um. Ben 10. I don't know what the Ben 10 reboots action oriented or not, but I haven't checked that out yet. But yeah. Action comedy. Yeah. More so sim- similar to Teen Titans, Titans and Powerpuff. More, more right. action. Okay. There you go. But um, the detractors would say they've taken the action and then, you know, made it their chippy thing. But we'll, we'll talk about that. So my next big headline would be um, I, I had basically said this before. Um, big animated film releases find uh, remarkably consistent high quality. Uh, Zootopia. Moana, Finding Dory, Kubo, um, potentially one or two others. I think those are the big ones that have been highly critically acclaimed, but um, all your big releases this year. And there's some prominent animation releases like your, I don't know, like your storks and your pets and, you know, but those, Uh, you know. I'll touch on this. I meant to do a review. I never got a chance to. There was a film, uh, I think, uh, there was one that came out this year. I'm trying to remember the name of it. And... It did well. I, sorry, I'm trying to find the name of it again. But there was yeah. like really, really independent, like released in like five theaters total okay. that did really well. All right. Um, yeah, we'll look. We'll talk about other ones, too. But yeah, I would say the big the big my big story is that huge big year for um, a good year for big animated releases, especially Disney. Big, big year. For yeah. Disney. I mean, we just have um, I think uh, Moana could be the one that emerges as the winner of in, the, in these animation categories. You just had Zootopia be named of one of AFI's top ten uh, films of the year. Um, that's a big, a big thing for animation. Uh, Zootopia, a lot of, a lot of acclaim, and I think, um, I mean, it's still early, but I think Moana is going to go down as a really big player in this front. Um, I, I, so I'm, I'm big, big, big year Disney. Um, pretty uh, finding dory uh as a good release for pixar although we'll uh you know not i don't know if it's um trending pixar back up like inside out was but um yes this is i think there's a big story that uh all of these all of these films kind of were big and did well and were good i mean you gotta keep in mind too we still have one more big player left and that's sing which comes out right at christmas sing Sing, uh, the Illumination Entertainment, the one that's not Secret Life of Pets. Do they do Secret Life of Pets as well? Yes. This is the one with like the koala and the singing competition, and it honestly looks good. Uh, does it look good? We'll see. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of people think it's going to be good, and that's going to be like the last big release of the year. Okay, yeah, and there's some other releases like the Pets and the other ones. You're right. This does have a big, a big cast and stuff. Um, like Sausage Party. There's Sausage Party 2. People liked that one. That was another big release. So um, good year for animated movies. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Um, we'll talk, we can talk about more new ones later, but um, a lot of good foreign uh, ones as well this year that are going to be big players like Your Name and um, Red Turtle and uh, others like that. So uh, last one is I would say um, we're also talking about this. Um, the top tier of American animation expands. Is, is what I would say is, is my yeah. last big headline. So coming again, like coming into 2016, what was the top tier of animation in America? I would say it's Steven Universe. Gravity Falls is about to end. And I might say that that's it. 
Yeah, um, I'd say maybe Adventure Time up there, though. Yeah, you're right. Adventure Time's really hard to classify like this. I, I agree. Um, it's so hit or miss. Um, I think I, I think this is a good year for Adventure Time. I would say yeah. that um, it's closer to that top tier than not. Um, I would say Adventure Time right now, almost as good as ever. Um, so that's, I mean, clearly you had your prime uh, five years ago, but... Uh, I, I think this there's some certain a uh, lot of episodes this season which were very good. But yeah, you could put Adventure Time in there. But now at the end of 2016, I think Steam Universe still clearly number one. Um, I think Voltron obviously is the number two now. Um, yeah. I think Adventure Time's still in the running. I think you're gonna add Star vs. the Force of Evil to that that tier now, which is a big story. Uh, yeah, I, we talked about that, and um, you can make some cases for some other ones. There's some, there's some other good, good stuff out there. So I think that um, Steven Universe is no longer alone in that top tier of animation, which is good because Steven Universe. I mean, it's a great show. I love it, but because it's on hiatus so often, it's really hard to kind of shoulder the entire top tier of animation on that one show, and so often it's gone. Yeah. I I agree with that. It's not. It doesn't air frequently enough to anchor all of uh, our our like you know our, our website's coverage and like people's who like animation's preferences. It's it's not enough, and we need other shows like Voltron and Star in there too to uh, to help us. So I think that that's good. Yeah. Uh, big and uh, I mean, I would say maybe Voltron's the only other obvious top tier show at the moment. But I think like I'm of the opinion that Star's there. I think that there's some other shows you can make cases for. Um, I think like <laughs> New Power of Girls is trending there, to be honest. Um, I don't know if uh, other people agree with me on that. but Oh, and of course, Rick and Morty. So you came in with Rick and Morty. Completely forgot about that. Um, Rick and Morty is not on the air this year. That's a big problem. Um, yeah. But it is going to be back soon. And so I think those are the three obvi- ob- obvious like best animated shows on TV right now is Steven Universe, Rick and Morty, and um, Vult- Voltron. I'd almost fight for Venture Bros, but I'm not sure. I mean, I have not seen, so I, I can't comment. But yeah, and then if you, shows, shows like Miraculous Ladybug also trending upwards, another big, um, that was on the air. That was, I mean, depends how you want to look at it, but it was like just premiering on Nick uh, at the end of uh, last year. And now it's, um, you know, now it's been aired and we're waiting for the Christmas special and then um, stuff like that. So uh, good. Uh, you know, good, uh, good stuff at the top tier of animation, getting some good stuff now. Loud House, too, did surprisingly well and, this year. That came out of nowhere. And Loud House comes out of nowhere and is in a lot of people's list on this as well. Um, still haven't seen. That's That would be our next show to add to regular coverage, except now I'm thinking about Trollhunters. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Loud House, uh, a lot of people would put that in that top tier of animation as well. So, And, and that's like the – that is, I will argue, the best sitcom animated show on right now. Like that is it it seemed at first like it was gonna be like another stupid Nickelodeon show like Breadwinners, but it came out of nowhere and it honestly was really, really good. Like really, that it's yeah. got a lot of heart. Yeah. It's got a lot of good lessons, good morals. It's it's not too preachy, but it's still got a lot of heart to it. And honestly, it's doing a surprising amount. Like uh I wrote an article back um gosh, it must have been like July basically talking about how they had um uh the guy's Lincoln's best friend had not only two dads but a uh interracial couple which still somehow gets backlash today so the fact that Loud House did that and no one really gave it credit i think says a lot uh, kind yeah. of yeah i would say Loud House is kind of the only thing nick has going on right now from 
from kind of my uh, things I'm interested in. Clearly, Ladybug airs on Nick, but that's not really a Nick show. Yeah. From um, an animation perspective, that's all Nick has right now. I they assume do, they, I assume hey they Arnold, have the movie coming soon. Okay. Yeah. And they're bringing back some of their other old shows and stuff like that. I don't know what the progress is. I assume they have other animated shows. I don't know if I could name you one. Not now. really. So, um, their live action stuff's not too bad. After the fiasco of Sam and Cat, they've kind of rebounded, but. Fiasco of Sam and Cat. Oh, we, the stars a... left the set, Dylan. Uh, I, I thought you meant uh, quality wise for that show. Okay. I was, was going to well, fight you on that. No, <laughs> no, no. It was fine. The, no, the production of the show went up in flames. Yes, 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 yes. We did, they were, that's not our territory. Okay. No, it's um, not, but. Okay, let's go through all of our shows that have aired this year and give brief synopses. Um, we're going to start with, I have like the, the year in review for each of our shows, Steven Universe. So, um, I'm about to record a uh, – this is this is a separate podcast, and the, the next roundtable I'm going to record is going to be a Steven Universe year interview. So listen to that. Um, I don't know if that's come out or if this, who knows what their schedule for this is. But um, that's – in general, that's a separate podcast. In general, I think this is the strongest year for Steven Universe. I've made this claim before. Yeah, this was Steven's best year, but you got to keep in mind, how often does Steven air per year? Like this is the most Steven we've ever gotten in a year, I'd say. Uh, that's probably true. There's only – this is uh, only three years of Steven, right? Um, uh, it started in late 2013. Okay. So that doesn't really count. But yeah, there's 2014, 2015, 2016. Um, I mean, 2015 was a super strong Steven year as well. Uh, you had uh, the entire end of season one and then all, all the Steven bombs. Yeah, it was except it was, the final but, one. But yeah, this year, um, Steven Universe, you have the very end of um, of season two, all of season three and the beginning of season four. I think season three is the strongest season of the show. No um, doubt. I don't know if it's no doubt. I think people will fight me, will fight us on that. But uh, I, I think that it's more consistent now. It's still, you know, you still got your your onion gangs, but uh show's been very good. Um, to me, still clearly the best animated show on TV, and I would argue the best show on TV. I would fight you on best show on TV, but yeah, it's definitely the best animated show. I know a lot of people don't agree with that, um, but I don't really understand where they're coming from. So whatever, <laughs> let's let's we can. Because uh, well, this season of Halt and Catch Fire, Dylan, was amazing. And... Okay, yeah, sure, 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 sure on that. Um, I, I do want to check that show out at some point, but uh, so anyway, good. Uh, let's talk about Miraculous Ladybug. So, um, what happened with Ladybug this year? Uh, so did Ladybug even air? this year in not the united states i don't know i mean news wise it's been a good year for ladybug uh yes so the well, i guess half of the show i don't know half of the most of the episodes even not in the u.s half of the season on the u.s aired um yeah not in the u.s but we're gonna count the entire thing because um u.s wise it um except for like two episodes it all aired uh, this year. So um, season one of Ladybug is, I think, one of the strongest um, animation season ones in a while. Um, extremely impressive. I would say the best since Korra. Um, uh, yeah, it could. I mean, Steven, when was Steven Universe? Yeah, but one, Steven yeah. season one is so long. It's really not fair. It's not fair to compare that. it. Um, I think you can make an argument for Star season one being better than Ladybug season one, but um, it's, it's shorter and, you know uh yeah no it's a very strong season one i know we don't consider this to be in the top tier of animation but um like it's only season one and it's very yeah good. and it's a really high uh production quality show so i'm very impressed with what ladies bugs done um as of this recording we have not seen the christmas special yet we're recording this on no we have not the, the 10th and it airs on the 11th so um who knows if, i who knows if that's gonna be good or not but uh, whatever happened to the halloween special 
Uh, I guess it's next year. <laughs> I guess that's next year. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, didn't there? So, um, yeah. So that's that's good with Ladybug, and we got a bunch more Ladybug coming. So the show is definitely trending upwards. And we've got a lot of not. I'm not going to give spoilers here, but there's been a lot of announcements about kind of what we're getting in season two, and it looks like the show is really about the amp up. Like they're uh, they're ready to kind of just go yes. full force. Yes, which I'm skeptical they're going to pull off right away but it might take some time but it's it, either way it's exciting it's gonna be a good season yes uh star vs the force of evil so i think this is uh this is also probably a separate podcast we're gonna check in mid-season on on this but um star season two uh premiered in july and we've seen half the season now i gotta um, get caught up yeah uh I'm blind. so i'll briefly i won't spoil anything but I'll i hear it's say, good it's it's very good um show i think the show is still wildly inconsistent uh you have episodes that i hate and then episodes that i love even more so than steven universe like way more inconsistent but i feel like with you the episodes you love and hate are typically in the same half hour yeah a lot of times that happens so i remember just when i podcast with you about it it was usually like we'd have two episodes and i want to talk about one of them you're like this is awful Let's talk about the other one, which is amazing. Yeah, exactly. That that does happen sometimes. Uh, their groupings are interesting. But um, for anyone who hasn't checked Star out yet, uh, I would say the uh, mid-season finale, Bomb Bomb, The Birthday Clown, is one of the most impressive episodes of, anim- of animation I've seen since Core ended. Uh, it's got, uh, just production-wise, I'm so, so impressed by everything that they accomplished with that on every front. Um, I think the addition of Giancarlo Volpe to star this season, former Avatar director on all three seasons, has really brought up the production quality among just yeah. generally them stepping up in in general. Um, but yeah, it's the season's been very impressive from a technical perspective, especially Bonbon. And um, just in general, the show is getting into really interesting territory. And uh, I think that this is now one of our strongest animated shows on TV. So very happy with the direction of Star and excited to see what we get from the second half of season two next year. Whoa. Yep. Uh, Voltron. So all of Voltron season one aired this year. And it was and the very... mech anime fans rejoiced. Oh, well, you know, we were talking about strongest season one since Korra. I think you have to consider Voltron, yeah, Voltron. too. Yeah. So... I mean, I don't think I think story wise, uh, Voltron season one leaves a lot to be desired narrative wise. Uh, just still more of a story than Ladybug season one. Sure, sure. I agree. I agree. It's better than Lazy. I, I would argue, though, that like Star has a better story season one than Voltron, you know, um, Fair. Uh, but like that's not the reason why Voltron's like in the top tier of animation. It's the production quality combined with the post writing uh like uh whenever i say like production i mean like post and obviously writing's also included in that but i'm I'm talking about like everything after from storyboarding to animation to the music to like all of that and, oh the fight scenes yeah like in that regard voltron's the best animated show on tv just technically oh Technical yeah wise yeah I, no and, and season one was very impressive i really really hope the, the narrative steps up in season two um i'm skeptical but i really hope it does and that's coming next month. So that's very exciting. Yeah. What yeah. else do we cover? Ruby? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going down the list on OverlyAnimated.com. We have our show-specific iTunes feeds. Uh, new Powerpuff Girls this year. New. Um, came out of nowhere and um, I think is the best character-focused, um, one of the best character-focused shows on TV. It's just they they taken this reboot and they just like – laser focused into these characterizations of the main girls and it's been a really good idea and they're finding their own direction this kind of quirky um like like i said character focused um 
just light uh, viewing and it's a lot of fun and um, I'm just just very impressed with the way th- what they've done with that show. Um, again, haven't seen the new Voltron reboot, but so uh, or the uh, the new B- uh, Ben Ten and some of the other stuff. Well, it doesn't Network, start but... till like January, but or sometime in the spring, but okay. There's yeah. already been like some stuff aired and people are like, hey. yeah, Cartoon Eric leaks everything. So, yeah, uh, but um, this is the most successful from what I've seen of the new generation of Cartoon Network. Yeah. I'd say and, so. I, and I think this is proof of concept that this isn't a terrible idea. So we can talk. Let's talk about this briefly. So Cartoon Network had kind of gone from um, of the Cartoon Network of five years ago is all either adventure time type uh silly like uh really weird animation and then you have their superhero shows yeah um, and then both of those are kind of gone now i mean event adventure time's still on the air steven universe is a product of that old uh it's like the that. evolution it's the evolution of that and they haven't trended with steven universe it's kind of been its own thing you do have uncle grandpa and clarence i think still kicking around though yeah those I are think. I think I think Clarence is still there. Yeah, I would say those are also in the Adventure Time type tier. But you're right; those are a little bit of an evolution of that. And then, um, but now Cartoon Eric has somehow decided to say, okay, our new model is we're going to take old successful shows, reboot them in chibi stylized uh, form, and make them comedies. So they did that with Teen Titans. They did that with Powerpuff Girls, which is already kind of a comedy, but that was the most uh, similar one. And yeah, done that with Ben Ten, and there I assume there's other stuff. Um, people are not happy about this. What, what say you about this trend? I think I think the reason a lot of people aren't happy about this is it means Cartoon Network's not for them anymore. And what I mean by that is the shows that they grew up with, whether they were either in that target demographic or they appealed still to their demographic, those are kind of gone now. And Cartoon Network is really laser focusing in on those key demographics now and focusing less on shows that appeal to wider demographics. And I think part of why they're doing this is Adult Swim has done so well, and it can kind of cover those other demographics now. And because we're entering the age of like digital and stuff, they don't have to really worry about time zones or uh, time slots, rather. Teen Titans Go is like over half of Cartoon Network's schedule now. They're laser focusing in on certain demographics, and I think that's what people don't like, is that Cartoon Network is no longer not even... It's not that it's not geared towards them anymore, it's that it's not even accessible towards their demographic and i think people don't like that yeah you got your um our age males who feel like uh who are the type that watched adventure time into college and beyond and they're not connecting with this current uh set of programming and now, um, i will say we do have samurai jack coming back though that is true forgot about that one yeah uh and that, that is so that's that not to be samurai jack through and through it's not such a clean you know generalization there's there's yeah. some they're not it's not a, a clear trend but um yeah i mean i agree with your take on it it's 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 like it doesn't mean it's bad it just means it's not geared towards you and i would argue as i i really enjoy powerpuff girls so um i don't think this is a clear dread uh like uh je- um uh, whatever trends like age trends because and I mean, in a lot of ways with its references and stuff i'd say new powerpuff girls is um not hyper focused on like kids like i think it's it's yeah. for a lot more people and I'll, I'll give a brief defense of teen titans go and i never thought i would say that in my life because when it first started it was mostly just either food jokes or, or fart jokes but it's it's gotten better it's still wildly inconsistent on that front 
But there are some episodes that are just absolutely stellar as far as just comedy goes. The timing's gotten a lot better. Um, they've really hit their stride. And they know I, – I feel like the creators of Teen Titans Go realize that everybody hates them. That's not, not like eight. And they just have fun with that now. And they openly mock the people that hate them. And it's honestly kind of brilliant. Like they did one episode where they literally dubbed an old episode of Teen Titans. And they had one where like the Young Justice people showed up and told them they weren't serious enough. They did like a really good 80s themed episode. They've done some really good stuff. But those still feel kind of rare. But the show is getting better because they're starting to realize they don't have to just be fart jokes in order to be appealing. Um, yeah, that's, that's good. I mean, I think that, um, uh, the the cards network just airing that show so much, like in like a Nick SpongeBob type way is going to turn a lot of people off no matter what. Oh yeah. Um, But yeah. And so that's good to hear that. There there are some good episodes. There's some good stuff coming from that too. Yeah. Um, let's continue with Archer, which was new this season. I think Archer had a very down year, uh, previously, has been one of the best animated shows on TV. Um, I would say that it's not anymore. It was still good, but, um, you know, now we're getting apparently three more seasons of Archer. The season ended in a way that could have been the series finale, but we're going to continue. Um, I'm still fine with having Archer on the air. It's just, three it's just more not the, seasons. It's just not the beacon of quality that it once was. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Gravity Falls uh, aired its final episode in February. It was incredible. And we are all sad that the show is gone now. Farewell, old friend. Farewell. Ruby has been back for its fourth season. The uh, second half of its third season was in the beginning of the year. And then its fourth season, its first half was this year. Um, we'll, we'll see what, uh, where the season takes us in general, though. Um, volume four has been an improvement on volume three. So the show's trending up. Yeah. yeah. I don't uh, watch Ruby, but from what I've heard, the season's been pretty excellent. Um, yeah, it's 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 we've been trending up here. Um, Rebels, uh, are you? I'm Rebels not watching watcher? Rebels, but I live at a college with a lot of really big Star Wars fans. What, what and do they what say I've about heard, Rebels? Yeah. Oh, season three has been incredible. What they're doing is just they've brought in a uh, Thrawn from the old novels. Um, the stuff of Ahsoka was amazing. This show made Ahsoka relevant again. To the point where she, they have a novel now about Ahsoka that's out. I think it's that between Clone Wars and Rebels. This show made Ahsoka, like, they brought her back to the forefront of Star Wars. And I think that's impressive in and of itself. But no, it keeps getting better and better. Because they basically have taken every character that you love that was mistreated in some other Star Wars area and given them new life. Like, Darth Maul became a main character last season. And this show has just done an amazing job at building out Star Wars. And it's season three, from what I've heard, is literally incredible. Like, it's, I feel like if we watched it, we might put it in the top tier of animation. Yeah, at some, point, at some point I was podcasting on the show solo, which I did not like. But I stopped at the end of last year, and the show was fine. Um, it was fine, I would say, when I stopped watching. But um, I have not seen any episodes from this year, so I can't comment. But at some point I will marathon and catch up on Rebels. Um, and last Adventure Time, which we've discussed a lot. Um, I, I've been very happy with a lot of recent Adventure Time episodes. Uh, I, let me tell you the ones that I put in my top 25 list. I had, um, Hall of Egress in the actual top 25, which is my favorite episode of Adventure Time of the Year. Um, I have in my, uh, in my honorable mentions, I've got, uh, Bad Jubilees, Broke His Crown, and Elemental. 
So I think that there's there's uh, a bunch of good episodes of Adventure Time that have aired this year, and um, excited to see uh, where they're going with the show, especially now that we know it's winding down. I think that they can do even more interesting things. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. Um, anything to say on any of those? Not particularly. Okay. How I about mean... the Justin's Obscure Animation Corner? Yay! The Justin Obscure Animation Corner. So um, it aired technically last year. Uh, Total Drama Presents the Redonculus Race. It aired in America last year. However, it aired in Canada, which is its home country, this year. And I want to briefly touch on that because it's basically confirmed at this point it's going to be the final season. Like, from all we've seen, looking at Fresh TV, they have no plans for another season. It looks like that is where the show is ending. And it was different. It was, it's good. And the winner, I think, made a lot of people happy who were kind of bitter about a character's treatment from, like, back to season two, I guess. Um, I think if the show ends there, I'm fine with that. I think it's a good way to end it. And... It's a farewell to, like, as you guys know, my favorite series ever. So that was tragic. But then going, I talked earlier about uh, the web doing really, really well. Yeah. The two big ones I wanted to touch on were Transformers Combiner Wars and Pokemon Generations. Uh, let's start with Pokemon. Uh, a while ago, they announced the new season of Pokemon for uh, Sun and Moon. And they redid the animation style. Ash is in school now. It just, it looks, a lot of people weren't happy, which Personally, the animation style is fine. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's fine. But a lot of people weren't that happy. Meanwhile, like the next week, they announced they were doing a short form series called Generations that would air on YouTube. And I think it's on the Pokemon TV app as well now, but it aired originally on YouTube. And it's like five minute episodes of just different corners of the Pokemon world through all the different games. It's like Origins level uh, animation. And they're really solid. Like, the quality of animation is really, really good in these. Uh, the episodes are a bit darker and I think a bit more mature than what you'd expect from the regular anime. It's not like TVMA or anything, but it's still, it's it's a bit darker because they know their audience is going to be a bit older, I think, with YouTube than it's going to be with, like, Cartoon Network, which now it's actually airing on Disney XD of all places. But if you haven't seen Pokemon Generations, it doesn't take much time there's like 16 five-minute episodes, I think. And the Pokemon community has really enjoyed it. It's really, really good. Uh, they've been going through every generation, basically, of the games and showing like one or two to three different little clips. And so if you've ever touched a Pokemon game, these are amazing. My my personal favorite was the Challenger episode two, where they took the Pokemon Origins anime, which is like a retelling of Red and Blue, and they showed it from Blue's perspective of fighting the Elite Four, waiting for Red to show up. And it really just kind of gives you this different perspective. It's kind of what Chronicles tried to be, but better, I'd say. So if you if you like Pokemon at all, watch that show. And then the other big one, uh, Transformers Combiner Wars. I did an article on this recently. It, it shouldn't have been good. It was a machinima-made show on Go90, which is a made-for-mobile TV network. It should have been awful. But it's really good. The quality is um, the animation kind of reminds me of Ruby. Not quite. It's like a it, it's like a Voltron and Ruby had a baby is the best way to describe that show's style. And so far, we only have eight like six minute episodes. But the thing is, this is where Hasbro is hanging their hat now for Transformers. The comics are tying into this. The toys are coming out for this. Uh, they have two more series planned. 
uh, they're ramping up, and I didn't like the ending per se, but if you want good action in like a very short amount of time, this show really delivered. Like the fight scenes in this show were, I say, almost Voltron quality. They had some really good stuff. If you like Transformers, there's some good nods to other, um, like the original animations, animated series, some of the deeper lore. But if you're not a Transformers fan, you're not going to feel left out. It's on like the planet of the Transformers, not Earth. It really kind of has that lore Transformers feel. It's really good. If you like Transformers at all and you want something better than what Michael Bay has been delivering, go watch this show is all I can say. So that's what I got uh, for you, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, you said in your article it takes 40 minutes to watch the whole show. Exactly. So, it's so it's, it's I, not long. So I actually might watch it if it takes only 40 minutes. So It's literally eight, like six minute episodes. Yeah. Um, it's not I'll, long. Also, I think a lot of people are into the mighty Magiswords. Yeah, um, that's yeah. I've, I've caught a couple of those. They're they're fun. I mean, it's it's cute, fantasy, fun. It's like silly slapstick, but not Uncle Grandpa level absurd kind of gross out. And that's it's, on Cartoon Network's YouTube channel, I assume. I feel I think it started on the YouTube channel. I think they actually have it like as a okay. full series now. Oh, uh, they're actually airing it on TV now. Okay. And the one more thing we need to talk about is Lego. Because Lego Star Wars Freemaker Chronicles, I think it's called, that show did amazing. It um, it's set between, I want to say it's set between five and six. It might be between four and five, but it's an actual interesting Lego Star Wars show that adds new characters to the canon. It's a canon show. It adds new characters. It's interesting. It's fun. It's kind of goofy at times, but it's. It's a good show, and if you like Lego, you like Star Wars, it, it's fun. It's honestly just a fun show that adds a little bit of extra canon to Star Wars. There's an interesting Sith character in there that's actually really cool. I'd say check it out if you like Star Wars. But okay. also, like, their, uh, their specials they've been doing, like uh, the Lego DC, um, those have been doing well. So Lego, surprisingly, holding its own. I mean, it's been around since Ninjago doing a lot of good original stuff. But Lego is kind of becoming a big name, and I think they're through Warner Brothers, maybe, at least for the DC ones. But surprisingly, Lego has become a really big name across the board. Yeah. Okay, good stuff there. Um, that's And a lot of this stuff is what I mean when I say there's like more animation now than ever, because we're expanding into online and other platforms as well, like Netflix. So a lot more opportunities for all of this stuff to air. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, any, any, any last thoughts, Justin? not okay, really good. i mean yeah it's i think been we covered a, a lot of ground here it's been a good year um let us know what you thought of any of these these headlines uh we didn't get too much into the movie side but we talked about the big releases we're going to get more into that as well uh as the awards season ramps up and we cover some of these other award contender animated films so look for that at overlyanimated.com and all of our content there um consider supporting us at patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to our patrons mitch cordell beatrice nate andy jamie rachel john ryan catherine taylor davon jay john finishan victoria katrin and steve aka Fever, mitch garner c beach james nathan philly and buzz like your man man richard rose giant robert brian cook cat needle diamond day jewel garfield fusion scarlet patron quachin and freaking commenter steve um so I don't know when this is airing in the pantheon of Overly Animated Podcast, so just check out OverlyAnimated.com for all of our content and um, some good stuff coming up uh, from whenever we're recording this, including the including the Miraculous Ladybug Christmas special at some point, so excited for that. And to get into some of this, uh, uh, these shows we talked about now, yeah, now I'm excited for Troll Hunters. That's, that's not too far away. So we'll see, we'll see how that is, and maybe we'll do some coverage of that. 
But yeah, yeah. yeah there, thanks guys uh, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.